Welcome to PD Podcast, where we talk to interesting people about interesting things going on in the Elyria schools. Now your host, Amy Higgins. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to PD Podcast. Hi, Marty. Hello again. <laughs> <laughs> We're deciding if we should fess up. But I guess we should. But this is take two of the show <laughs> because yeah, we, we had a, a, whole show a little technology malfunction with this uh, first try. But we're so happy because we have these amazing teachers who are willing to allow us to screw up and they still come back. <laughs> <laughs> um, so welcome to our show, Shelly Quorm and Lisa Adelsberg from Prospect Elementary School. Thank you for being such good sports. Thanks for having us again. No problem. <laughs> we had the best time this morning and laughed our heads off um, on a number of topics, but <laughs> I don't know if we can recreate that, but we'll just start yeah. with some new magic on this uh, take two. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we, we have uh, a great show with planned for you today because... Um, you know, as we know, we have transitioned this year into a hybrid virtual world. And one of the kind of nuances of, of our schedule compared to other districts around us is that we have Wednesdays, a midweek Wednesday day, where our students are learning independently at home. Teachers put assignments and various things that the kids can work on in their Google Classroom, but they do that work at home with their families and then check back in with their teachers if they need assistance or special groups or whatever the case may be. Now, Mrs. Quorm, Shelly Quorm, Michelle Quorm. <laughs> any other, which, any which other names? <laughs> we go with Shelly. <laughs> um, you started something super cool. So tell us about what that was. Uh, we started a, a baking club with all the students, we teach both virtual and hybrid, and we just put it out there that we would like to start a baking club because my virtual students really wanted to bake with us, and so I was like, okay, let's give it a try. And we did, and we've been going since December, and we do it every Wednesday that we can. Sometimes we have to skip due to meetings and things like that, but um, on Wednesdays, we meet at about 1030, and we bake whatever we put in our, uh, whatever recipe we put in for that week. And I mean, it's, you're doing this from your home, mm -hmm. and uh, last time we were together, Marty was asking you about your home setup, um, <laughs> which was funny. Can you talk a little bit about like how this happens from home? You've got these kids Zooming in or from Google Meeting in, and here you are in your home kitchen. Yeah, a lot of kids. We had one of our students, I don't know if she did it in your class, um, they just moved into a new house, so she picked up her laptop and walked us through her entire house. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure her mom was like, oh, no. Wow. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my kids who are also students in Elyria, um, they have, we've had a few moments where we're like, turn your camera around. <laughs> turn it off. Hurry. We don't want that on there. <laughs> yeah, we, we had to do a few mute minutes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. But, you know, um, you... This baking club seems to have really taken off. 
it's it's just a lot of fun. I mean, you know, once the kids started, once they came the first time, and we were shocked at how many kids came the first time, we were like, okay, maybe this will work out. And yeah, we've had a blast. It's been the most fun. We've really enjoyed it. So tell us how it kind of um, originated. You mentioned uh, you just decided, I know you mentioned to us before that you bake for your kids and have done that for years. So tell us a little bit about that. Right. I, I always bake, you know, healthy, <laughs> um, healthy muffins and things for the kids. Or, or during testing, I always, I'll make cinnamon rolls or pancakes or things just to start them off with a warm breakfast before the day gets started. Um, and I was telling my virtual class how I love to bake for the everybody. And this year I wasn't able to bake due to all the stuff going on with the pandemic. And then they suggested that we start a baking club. And I thought about it for a few weeks and they kept asking me. And so I finally said, all right, let's give it a go. And we did. And we've been doing it ever since. And you said you were surprised at the, when you first logged on, like the actual number of kids who tuned in. But yeah, we had like 17 students tune in. We were like, we're like, well, if five show up, we'll be happy. And then when we got on, we we're like, holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> and you say that the, they have to have their parents with them when they yes. do it. So you have 17 kids with a parent, at least, at least one, one parent. parent. Mm-hmm. Or grandparent. each mm-hmm. of them. So. Yeah, you have a pretty big crowd there. We do. Yeah, we did, and we've even had some of our past students um, come on that are cousins or whatever with our new students, and they'll come on and they'll they'll cook with us too. I forgot about that. We had uh, the wards come on. Remember? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was really fun. So we got to see some of our fifth graders, and there we're cooking with our fourth graders and stuff. So. Oh, that's yeah. very cool. And it and it sounds like. Uh, everybody's really getting into it from not just the kids, but um, yeah. our the, grandmas and yeah. our dads, our moms. Yeah. They're enjoying it yeah. and it's creating a special uh, connection for you guys too, right? right. Relationships. Yes. Um, building these relationships outside of the classroom has to be just invaluable. It is, especially in a year like this one, it's hard to build any relationships outside of the classroom. So this has been rewarding for all of us that way because we have become friends with some of our parents now. Um, and, and obviously, you know, if you're friends with your parents, it makes things a lot easier in the classroom when things. Yeah. <laughs> well, sure, sure. When anytime there's any kind of conversation uh, outside and you establish that connection, it makes uh, even difficult conversations that much easier. Yeah. And uh, Miss Adelsberg, <laughs> I have to giggle because I know you were dragged here twice now as a reluctant <laughs> participant. Well, this time she knows what to expect. She I know. She would. Even yeah, beyond her. The first time the was benefit purely, of coming with me. purely moral support and got dragged in, and here I am a second time. But hey, you look like such a natural it, there. It takes. <laughs> she loves it. I know we do too. We are absolutely so grateful you guys came back. But you know, you've tuned in to the baking club um, as uh, not just a colleague, but you jumped on there to see what's going on and um, what's it like? Yeah, so both myself and um, Beth Amos come in in sort of the middle of things once they get things going. And I said the best part of it is I reap the benefits of the uh, baking when it's done. I had a <laughs> dozen brownies about two weeks ago that made me very happy. <laughs> so, even it, afterwards? Even afterwards, I was all good. Yeah. Well, um, but the kids are hilarious. I mean, they'll put they're like, Mrs. Hasberg, look, look, look what I'm doing. And they'll show you what they're final product is or if they're sitting there waiting for the oven and they're you know everything's baking they just kind of laugh and tell you stories and they really enjoy it yeah we do during the bake time we usually sit and chit chat and and what what do their uh 
dishes look like when they're done? They've been really good. I'm completely impressed. Yeah, they've they've been really good. A a couple of them have struggled every now and then. But in the end, they said, even when they struggled with, like, soupy brownies or or gunky scones or whatever, they... uh, they said they turned out really good once they, you know. Yeah, that's the one that shocked me the most when you said you were doing scones. I thought, yeah, wow, that's a that's a task to take on. But they were they looked beautiful. It, I mean, they, were uh, they probably had to ask you, what's a scone? They did, yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like something we hear regularly. We're no. not in Ireland, so. <laughs> it, it, and it, it's funny because when when I first when we were first thinking about it, I was like, you know what? It's it's not a difficult recipe at all. And I, I just wanted them to make something different, yeah. you know, something that was kind of like out of their, their comfort zone, at, uh, things that we had been making. And I was like, this is okay. This isn't too hard. I think we can all figure this out. And yeah, we did. We did really well on that. Do you ever, do you ever get any of the grandparents or parents uh, trying to give you tips? <laughs> <laughs> well, one of our parents is a baker. Oh, yeah. no. Baker. Yeah, that's that's, that's high pressure. And so then I'm always like, how are things going over there? Everything look good. <laughs> Critiquing you as you go. And that grandmother has that immaculate kitchen as well with all the utensils that I'm not even sure what they are. So. <laughs> and are they hanging in view so they can like yeah. tempt you with, oh, I must have that. Oh, yeah. She's a sub here in Illyria, so she oh. knows we're talking about her. Their, How their kitchen's way better than ours. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you, you talked about scones and um, you mentioned that you giving the kids the ability to like just decide what they want in that basic batter you know you said you're going to use fruit but they can use something else and and like that must be cool for them they they get a little bit of a say in it right well they get a say in the recipes we use anyways because i use the recipes that they recommend like they'll give me ideas for things to bake and then we'll go from there and kind of narrow it down for that week and then we'll choose i'll choose one and then we'll go from there so they always have a say in what we bake. So it's not like my ideas. That yeah. And you mentioned um, the that you bake, you know, you try to be more uh, healthful with baking. Mm-hmm. Do you do that with the kids in the baking club too? Or is that more of a like standard, like this is an ooey gooey brownie made from scratch? <laughs> uh, yeah, we follow the recipe for those things. I know sometimes when I'm making them, I'm like, I would never do this. I would never do this. (laughs) Like three cups of sugar. and (laughs) Now on my end, and I'll tell them if I cut something or change something and I'll tell them, I said, for me, I need it to be a little less something or a little healthier. And I'll tell them what I switch out. But if she's sharing those, I want the ones that are true. The ooey gooey (laughs) brownie. Yeah. You know, a little bit about that, though. You are making these things from scratch. Right. They're not opening a box of Duncan Hines <laughs> to make a brownie. No, everything is from scratch. We try to do mostly pantry items so that they don't have to go out and buy something yeah. extra when we're baking. When we did the cheesecake, you did have to buy that sweetened condensed milk and stuff. But other than yeah. that, we try really hard to keep things that are in the pantry so that you don't have to go out and find something unknown. What was your very first recipe you guys made? Uh, chocolate chip cookies. Uh, oh, that's yeah. a okay, staple. You that's yeah. start basic. Yeah. Kind of. yeah. So, so run. Give us a rundown of the ama- amazing things that you guys have created. Oh, good lord! People. Uh, well, the, definitely water. the cheese. Cheesecake. The cheesecake was that amazing. Was the the red velvet cookies were really yeah. good. Yeah, I, I'm gonna need that recipe. That does sound that really, really delicious. That what one. is it? Can you just can now you talk one, about it? 
That one I have to say, you did have to have a box of red velvet cake. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> and that's the uh, only one. Man. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. No, throw some applause in there. You threw it in in the last take, and we didn't get to hear it. Woo! <laughs> Yay, Hines. We're applauding uh, convenience right there. But, I mean, you could do that one with flour and just a uh, red dye. But yeah, that's true. The cake mix for that was really good. <laughs> yeah, that red dye adds to the nutritional value. It really does. It really does. <laughs> yeah. They make it from what crushed beetles or something. <laughs> oh my gosh, ladybugs. <laughs> or beets or something. Well, I yeah, think let's... that's true. I think that's one of the ways they make red dye. They crush up. Uh, Oh, gosh. Okay, students, don't listen. Students in Quorum's <laughs> Baking Club, <laughs> we're not using beetles in That's the red velvet cookies. <laughs> yes, protein-filled. <laughs> so what's coming up for, uh, you know, I have to say, we're, we're on the eve of spring break today, and we are... Um, we had snow, so it's April Fools today, and uh, clearly we thought we were being pranked when our system like <laughs> negated our first recording of the show. <laughs> but thankfully, you were kind and came back. But um, you know what's coming up? Uh, any special uh, recipes for holidays that may be coming? Uh, maybe not Easter, but other things coming. Well, we're thinking of a recipe for Cinco de Mayo, so we're going to try to find a recipe for that holiday for the Mexican holiday so we're gonna try to come up with something fun and interesting for that one on May 5th and anything it would be a, coming? It would be a dessert or? I don't know I'm up for nachos <laughs> dessert yeah. nachos oh there you go yeah. dessert nachos yeah, fruit and, and there's a lot of cinnamon yeah. in Mexican cooking so I see something in the cinnamon era for that oh yeah oh, yeah so we'll see what we come up with very nice so Marty said when you guys left the first time before we knew you had to come back, um, he said, I wonder what she's making in her home for, for oh, Easter. So what are what's on the menu? I just found a recipe for um we our family, we have a really large family and we're all getting together tomorrow night for um a fish fry. Oh nice. And I just found a recipe for tuna croquets. Ooh. So I, that's like Something I'm gonna try. I, my sister is a big baker. Also, I have a I have three sisters, and my middle sister is also a big baker. She's my sous chef that you'll meet. Yes. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> we can't wait. Yeah, I should say we are coming to your home. Marty and I have uh, like scammed our way in to with some strong arming to get to your kitchen to uh, record your baking session on a Wednesday after spring break and we'll have that on O'Leary School's Pioneer TV on YouTube but um, back to tuna croquets and so excited oh, yeah. to hear about this what is a croquet it's it's a game it's a summer yeah, yard game use a mallet <laughs> yeah. they're little balls of deep fried goodness oh, oh man <laughs> Do you actually do the frying too? Yeah. Like you, okay. So you're not doing the baked version or something. How not exciting! The first go around, I always follow the recipe, and then after the first go around, I change it to fit my lifestyle. Yeah, no, that's a great plan. <laughs> so, what? Anything on the the sweet side for Easter that you're working on? Since we're talking baking, um, now my daughter is also a good baker, and she makes this blueberry cake. Ooh. So I'm going to try to bribe her into making the blueberry cake. with That's it's, a first for me. It's amazing. Oh, my goodness. Okay, describe. <laughs> you have to describe. I mean, blueberries, 
in a cake, but yes. what makes it so amazing? It's kind of a heavier cake, too. It's not like a light cake. And then there's this cream cheese frosting oh. that goes Ooh. on it. Yeah, everything and everything is homemade. She makes it all from scratch. And it's two layers. And the blueberries, you can either put the blueberries on top, depending on what kind of blueberry person you are. We like them in the cake, so we put them inside the cake. And then it's a white cake with blueberries in it. Ooh. And then the cream cheese frosting and is really amazing oh my gosh blueberries on top for prettiness oh i'm glad you described it because i was picturing like a fruit bread like Uh, a banana bread or something and you just gave me uh, a whole new vision (laughs) it it always makes it more moist too when you put like i remember um i don't remember who it was but they made chocolate cake mix and then they put in crushed cherries yeah Oh, and yeah. like it was Alaska. so moist, <laughs> and you couldn't really taste the cherries that mm-hmm. strong, but it really made it moist. Yeah, it does. It makes a big difference. That's actually my daughter's favorite cake, chocolate cherry cake. We make one, too, but, I mean, it does use a cake mix. <laughs> I, well, I've made one, a, a bake where you make the, the chocolate cake, and then you pour the cherry filling over top of it, and then you cover it with um, Cool Whip. Oh, yeah. So good. Those Cool Whip, whip cakes are amazing. What do they call They call those dump cakes or something? Oh, yeah, or the dump cakes, yeah. Yeah. I have a recipe thing for dump cakes. They're really good. Oh, they uh, are. They're so easy. It's only like five sticks of butter and <laughs> four I, uh, cups of sugar. Actually, they have a lot of light birthday versions. birthday was coming up, and I was like, oh, my gosh. I have, like, mm-hmm. and it was uh, her birthday's on um, July 4th, and I was like, what do I have that's red, white, and blue? I had raspberries, blueberries, and a white cake mix. So I looked up what I could make. And it ended up being a duck. It was so amazing. Oh, yeah. They're delicious. My mom makes one with pineapple, and it's just to die for with, like, a vanilla pudding inside or something. It was really easy and really good. Well, when you're talking about these, like, ooey-gooey, yummy recipes, and you mentioned that you then customize them for your lifestyle, Mm -hmm. but what are some of the substitutes that you use? I think uh, we're we're familiar with some of them, but what have you found over the years that have been great substitutes? Um. I rarely ever use eggs in baking, and if I do need some kind of lift, I do just use the egg white. Um, but then I use uh, applesauce. Apple sauce. Yeah, <laughs> you mentioned that before. <gasps> That's how I knew. I use applesauce. We're all going to jump out and say applesauce. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're, we're, we're also telepathic on this show. <laughs> Forgot to mention that <laughs> we yeah. can read minds. <laughs> and instead of using milk, I use fruit juices. Oh. oh. Well, how does that work? That doesn't change the, uh, I don't know, like... Consistency. Yeah. Well, milk is for the consistency. It's okay, right. but it, it takes the dairy out right, then. Right, it takes the dairy out of it, and then you can use... Because normally when I'm baking, I have some kind of fruit involved anyway. So yeah. I'll use an apple juice or an orange juice to... Wow. Consistency. Instead of milk. Instead of milk. Mm-hmm. Huh. And you mentioned, too, I just because I, I thought this was a great substitute when you mentioned it um, before on Groundhog Day, um, you mentioned <laughs> pumpkin. Yes. And so what does the pumpkin do? Because I've heard a lot of people talk about pumpkin in baking, mm-hmm. and it does something. It makes it moist. Okay. Pumpkin really makes it a lot moist, more moist, but it, um, it does take the place of your oils and your eggs, too. So. Ah, but so it, it doesn't. binds it together, mm-hmm. yeah. And it doesn't like uh, nothing. Not everything tastes like pumpkin pie. Then it doesn't take that flavor. I don't because you're using with pumpkin pie. You're just it's just pumpkin. Yeah. With this, there's other things in it. So yeah. It's not such a predominantly pumpkin taste. And it's not like you use the whole can when you're substituting pumpkin. You only use like a like a half a cup at the most. Uh huh. So it's not. 
doesn't overwhelm me with pumpkin flavor. Well, I, I love this topic so much, even the second time around. It's been even better for me. But, um, you know, what, uh, what's coming down the pike for the Baking Club? I think you said you're going to take it all the way through the school year. Right, to the end of May, I think. And um, we talked a little bit last time we were together um, about things that you learned as teachers in the hybrid virtual world now that maybe you want to carry on even after right. things return to normal. Like, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, well, we talked about <clears throat> all of our stuff is online now, and we found that it's, it's much easier to have it online than to use so much pepper, paper and pencil now. So um, we would like to keep that going on using, you know, the computers a lot more than pencil paper assignments because, it's just, it's easier to grade. It's, you know, yeah. I don't know if you've ever graded a fourth grade's handwriting. It can be a little iffy. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> sure. The basis and when they type it, it's, you know, a lot easier to read, so, and a lot easier to grade. So I think um, definitely keep more of the online aspect of everything that we've been doing over this past year. Yeah, there are a lot of tools online that there are. make life easier. Mm -hmm, there are. So maybe the baking club will live on after virtual. <laughs> like maybe there'll be a chance to... There might be. You never keep know. Keep it going. <laughs> it's a legacy that she will continue on for the rest of her career. Yeah. It's been well, determined here on PD Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's recorded, and now the world knows. As long as it's really being recorded. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm Marty. At, well, last time it did that, too, the numbers turned and everything. That is true. To our defense... This looked exactly the same the first time, but it did not record. So we were really bummed. So you guys are the <laughs> best sports ever. Don't let anybody ever tell you differently. <laughs> so um, we really appreciate you guys coming. It's been so fun. Anything you want to add that, um, you know, we talked about in the past or that you, you thought of when you left and, um, you know, about Baking Club or just uh, this year in general? It just the best part of it has just been the community and getting to know the grandparents and the parents and and just having fun doing it and not yeah. have the stress of you know the teaching of your student and they have to do this and they have to learn this and we have to do this. It, it was nice just to get to know the parents on a more casual level and enjoy doing something together. Yeah, and oh that, for that's sure, been fun. They're going to remember that connection, I think, for a long time. Baking club back in fourth grade for sure. And oh my goodness. Do they give recommendations uh, for what they want to bake? Yes, uh, I always take the recommendations. Okay, and uh, maybe uh, but we haven't really heard too many different things that you've made. <laughs> Is there other stuff that that stood out? I just like to hear about you what you guys have made. We were talking about this, the green St. Patrick's Day cookies. Oh, yeah, you did mention yeah. that. Those yeah. really Last good. Time. That's the first time I had made sugar cookies from scratch, and those were really good. Um, did the red velvet. What else did we make? We have a whole list on that website. I can't even remember. Oh, and I just sent you. Yeah, we're going to share, just for our <laughs> listeners out there, we are going to share these recipes that they've been making in Baking Club. And as we mentioned before, we're going to head over uh, to actually see what's cooking <laughs> in the Quorum House uh, live and in person. And we'll record that and, and send it out to everyone as well. 
Um, it better be a good recipe. We'll, we'll make sure <laughs> Do you have any requests? Maybe, Taste testing required. Because maybe especially we need to take Marty's request this time yeah, we'll for do this one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because if I have to cheat, well, maybe you can do like some kind of keto recipe or Ke- something. No keto. <laughs> yeah, there's not on the menu no. for the kids. Uh, well, there's cheesecake. <laughs> oh, okay. I do. You know what? Another thing I substitute, though, is butter. I use coconut oil now. Oh, Instead that would butter, be good. It's a lot healthier too, by the yeah. way. Yeah, a lot less calories and fat. Um, but that's been a big substitute we started to do this year too. So, and I'll tell the kids when I substitute because that's when I do at home that I substitute and say I'm going to use coconut oil. You guys need to use butter. And do does that spur other conversations? Then, like, do they ask you like, why is that healthier? <laughs> Sometimes, <Yeah>. or <laughs> why are you weird or whatever? <laughs> what would a kid would say? It's only healthier <laughs> until the FDA comes out and says, "Do not use I repeat, coconut do oil. Not use coconut oil. <laughs> it causes knee right, yeah. injuries. Well, ho- hopefully, they'll say use uh, coconut flour for those of you during yeah." <laughs> Pandemic <laughs> buying. I was sharing with Marty after you left last time. That when everyone else was buying toilet paper. When everyone was buying toilet paper, I was for some reason buying like large bags of cornmeal. <laughs> <laughs> coconut, coconut flour yeah. that I had now still have that I don't know what to do with. <laughs> she ordered 30 pounds. I would like to bring you a gift when we come. <laughs> she ordered 30 pounds of coconut flour oh. from Amazon. <laughs> thinking what? that she you was going to be know. healthy throughout I, the pandemic. I might need that. It's not the easiest to bake with either. <laughs> coconut Never flour. Even well, I'm waiting. It's I'll be waiting for your coconut flour recipes <laughs> as we move is forward there, there with baking with, club. <laughs> yeah, is there anything with coconut and, and cornmeal? And cornmeal <laughs> combined. Sure, she could invent we something. We will look at something. We'll try to find you something. I, I think cornbread should be on the cornbread. baking club. Yeah. Yes, yes, for sure. Yeah. And maybe chili. <laughs> I was just gonna poke fun oh, at myself, yeah. but yeah, that actually did happen. My husband, <laughs> my husband called me and he said, "You just got a really heavy package from Amazon." <laughs> I'm like, really? What is it? I didn't even remember. And he opened it. He said, you bought a 25-pound bag of cornmeal. <laughs> I'm like, well, I have a plan for that. <laughs> and it's still sitting there. Yes, unopened. Uh, I love my husband. <laughs> He's very patient. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You guys, you're so much fun. Um, anything before we leave that uh, we should be talking about that we mentioned? Um, Previously, do you, can you think of anything? I felt like you talked more the first go. I, I, you know, took over. It's all good. <laughs> you did. We dragged it out of you, though. You were, you just didn't want to be here, but you look like you're a pro now. Why, thank you. Well, you know, it takes two times. Hoping <laughs> the third time is not the job. Wait till we're on TV. That's oh, next. Yeah. Coming next. Thanks for coming back, everyone. Thanks, ladies. Thanks Happy us. April Fool's Day. Yes. <laughs>